Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. On today's episode of Just Healthcare Daily, we hear from partner at venture capital platform LRV Health, Keith Figlioli, about how the healthcare industry is adapting to these uncertain times. It's Monday, June 8th, and I'm Alex Olgan with Just Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. The pandemic has tested the American healthcare system and hastened the move to virtual care. Keith Figlioli believes the pace and shape of continued change will increasingly be driven by the course of the pandemic. Figlioli is a general partner at venture capital platform LRV Health, which identifies and invests in startups solving the industry's biggest challenges. He joined me to talk about how the healthcare industry is adapting to these uncertain times. Here's some of that conversation. How has LRV Health's investment strategy changed since COVID-19? You know, everybody, I think, over the last 30 or 45 days was taking a breath after just being, you know, heads down on your portfolio. And so we've spent an exorbitant amount of time in the first 30 days, so I'd say like all of March, making sure all of our plans were shored up on the portfolio companies that we had invested in already. Is COVID going to have tailwinds? Is it going to have headwinds um, for companies? And believe it or not, we had a number of companies in our current fund that actually had a lot of tailwinds tied into COVID. And then on the new investment front, as we've shifted over the last little bit, you know, I don't know how much our focus has changed. I think it's doubled or tripled down in a couple of different areas. We're in the we're in a process right now going through what becomes now that we know more. We don't know everything, but we know more what become the lasting changes or what is the consumer sentiment? Given the uncertainty and difficult economy, is the bar to invest in new companies higher? I can say emphatically that our bar is definitely higher. Um, If we were going to do, call it three to five deals this year, we may end up doing two to three. And I think there's some people are treading a little bit more cautiously, whether they're saying that outright or not. I think is the big question I always have. I see a lot of people saying, yeah, we're open for business. But I think the nature of the game is that most people just don't know. We don't know what's around the quarter. We don't know how this is going to play out given where we are, where we are in this cycle. When the bar has come up a lot higher, I don't think the focus or the work effort has changed. We're still very much doing all the same things, even if we are kind of working remotely. But how we're going to make the final, final decision, I think the bar has gone up. What kinds of factors are you considering more now that maybe you weren't before? I also would say that 
just in the nature of the private equity market and specifically the earlier stage digital health market, valuations have been sky high. And so, you know, there is, we are in, and I called it about a year ago, you know, felt like at some point, and I didn't obviously call COVID, but felt like at some point in 2020, we were going to have some kind of correction. Um, and we do believe that prices do need to come down on some of these earlier stage companies. Um, and I think when that happens, when that kind of mini correction happens, you'll see people really putting their pedal down again. And you saw that in 08. Do you think the correction has happened yet or is it in the future? We're, we're still seeing deals really, really expensive. We haven't seen people. It's when people have to go back around for their second or third time to try to raise that same round of capital when the price points start dropping down. LRV works with health systems and payers to identify and invest in new companies with innovative solutions. Given that it's been a very tough quarter for health systems, is there an interest in investing in new companies right now? Do they have the capital? The reducing costs in some areas because they've had to, right? We've had some health systems that have billion-dollar losses in a month. But others are have to innovate, and they're going to have to kind of get into more of this um, digital transformation, if you will. And so I think people are still pretty headstrong in doing that. Obviously, before that was the case, and I think still through the crisis, that's the case. But people are thinking about it a little bit differently. People are thinking about, you know, most systems have taken down their ambulatory network. How do you bring that back up? Do you bring that back up the same way, the same real estate footprint, the same infrastructure, the same in-person, or do you bring it up as a hybrid by leveraging some of the telehealth and some of the things that they've experienced with COVID? I think there's a lot of systems across this country are examining that particular uh, set of their assets and trying to reimagine them, if you will. Telehealth usage and other digital and remote care use skyrocketed during the pandemic. And we've been hearing about growing interest in remote patient monitoring, hospital at home, that type of stuff. Is that an area LRV Health is interested in right now? I think that's absolutely here to stay. So I think, you know, if you looked at somebody like a Contessa Health, which was early in the hospital at the home, or you look at a medically home that came out of the Boston area here that was also early in that space, you're going to see a lot more interest, a lot more companies in that space. And not, you know, there's been a lot of healthcare at home companies, but not completely across the continuum and thinking through kind of the healthcare delivery mechanism in a way. And I think you're going to see that in spades now. You know, maybe there's no more step down to a sniff. Maybe it's a step down to a home with remote monitoring, but that infrastructure layer may have to be created. I see that being a big focus for the industry. I also see that being a big, big focus for us. I mean, we've, we've tried to invest um, in home healthcare for, I don't know, five years. We've never found anything that interesting, frankly. Um, but I, my feeling is the next 12 to 18 months, we'll be spending a lot of time in that space. How much of the digital and virtual care innovations are contingent upon the government not bringing back the regulations that were lifted for COVID? We're in the throes right now. Um, one of my colleagues is doing an analysis of the 70 plus regulatory changes that have just taken place through COVID and trying to assess which will stick, which won't. And it's interesting when you get into the details there, I think there's 15 to 20 that are just telehealth related of those 70. Um, but there are some others that, that, to your question, focus more a bit more about opening up the gates to, to different uh, settings of care. And if they stick, then I think we're in a, a very different ballgame uh, on risk around reimbursement. Are there any specific regulations you're watching to see if the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services reinstates? It seems like such a simple one, but it's been such a hard one to move. But this idea of 
physicians being able to practice across state lines is a really important one to watch whether it sticks. So what I mean by that is if you start thinking about the bigger trends about the lar- mostly the larger healthcare systems, if they can now start delivering and be the backbone of the clinical enterprise across state lines, that changes the dimensions of things. So like a case in point, which you may know, you know, Oshner down in the New Orleans market are now the clinical backbone for the company HIMSS, which is mostly a digital prescribing infrastructure player in a variety of areas. But with that, if there's any real significant questions on the clinical side, those are now flowing back up into Oshner. And those questions could come from any of the states. That reg, if sticks, just changes things a lot about what brand permissions certain healthcare providers or payers could have. Payers, a lot of them have multi-state footprints, and there's a few large providers that have multi-state footprints. But if all of a sudden, you know, Oshner that for the most part is just Louisiana-based is now the backbone to something like Kim's, you could see Oshner in every state. We've talked about how there's a lot of potential for change and new ways to deliver care. But some argue that the pace of change won't be as fast or as radical as some predicted early on in the pandemic. What do you think? You know, the single biggest risk factor you have in the healthcare system is the social system. Um, You know, it's a very risk averse industry. Um, It's an industry slow to change, as we all know. Um, It depends what happens with this crisis, frankly. Um, You know, if we get through this major wave, which we just experienced, and it continues to go down and down and down and becomes very manageable and we get a vaccine and science catches up, we may not move very fast. We may go back to our old ways. But if we continue to see multiple additional waves, which there's some scenarios out there, I think the length of the handling of this crisis has a big impact on how fast things are going to change as we come out of it. That was Keith Figlioli. He's a general partner at venture capital platform LRV Health. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.